0: Superintendent Graff, thank you so much for speaking with me today. I would like to know a little bit about the kinds of services that you're providing families right now while school is shut. So first of all, can you talk to me about uh, getting meals to students? Sure.
1: Well, currently, uh, MPS is providing two meals per day for all students under the age of 18. And we're, we're doing that um, through our spring break. Um, so we provide those weekly meals. Uh, the student does not need to be an MPS student to receive these meals. And we have it identified at 20 different locations right now throughout Minneapolis. And I will note that we're also making some changes to our distribution process in order to make sure that we're more easily accessible to families. Uh, so encourage people to, to follow our website and to watch for that information as it's coming out.
0: Uh, talk to me a little bit about child care, because, of course, you know, parents are used to having their kids in school right now. So how, how are uh, child care services being provided?
1: Well, as you know, through the governor's executive order, he's asked us or directed us to make sure that we're providing child care for health care workers, emergency responders. Um, and we've been doing that up to um, his, his request. And what we are doing also um, beyond that is, you know, we have spring break that's going to be happening in Minneapolis public schools next week. Uh, so we will continue our services for food distribution, and we will continue our services for um, child care for emergency responders or health care workers. And so what we have is the child care is free for those families that um, you know can show proof of uh, employment in uh, in those areas of uh, first care or emergency responders. Um, it's for students um, ages four through twelve. Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And we have some designated sites um, that are already on our website. You can see information about that. Um, And, again, the one thing we are asking of individuals who um, fall into this category is that they provide proof of their employment in either the form of a letter from your employer or other type of work identification. And if you feel you qualify as one of these um, individuals and need child care assistance, and we're asking for families to contact us through email at mpls.kids at mpls.k12.mn.us, or you can also reach us by phone at 612-806-1602.
0: Will you repeat those both for me?
1: Sure. Email at mpls.kids at mpls.k12.mn.us, or by phone at 612-806- 1602
0: Superintendent Graff, I'd love to know more about distance learning um, I don't have kids in school so I'm so amazed at all that, that the teachers are going through to put all this together and I just would love to know a little bit more about that process so talk to me about distance learning and how teachers are preparing to to teach students uh, from a distance
1: Sure as you as we all know this is certainly unprecedented uh, time for us. And through the governor's executive order, we've been asked to uh, develop distance learning plans or in preparation of distance learning up until March um, 30th, uh, this Friday. And so what has been happening is that we've had our staff working very closely with uh, you know, the school leadership, with their, their colleagues um, in their different departments and their different grade levels to put together distance learning opportunities for our students Um, In the event or when we have to begin that uh, practice and for Minneapolis public schools that would not happen until after our spring break Um, We do have enrichment packets that we put out there and different learning activities that people can access on the website Um, But you know, like I said right now our educators have been putting together lesson plans for how they'll teach their standard curriculum to students um, when we move to distance learning and certainly it presents an interesting challenge because not every student has access to technology and not every student is, uh, you know, accustomed to learning in this uh, this more distance model, uh, delivery model. So, um, you know, we're working through that. But like I said, in the meantime, we've created and distributed uh, to families packets with enrichment activities to keep students engaged and active uh, during this closure period. We will also have our distance learning plan um, put up on our website uh, this Friday. So you can look for more information about that on the district website. Um, But I do want to also let people know that um, distance learning for Minneapolis public schools will not be taking place until after our spring break um, is is through.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, So talk a little bit more about some of the challenges that students face with distance learning, but also some of the benefits that students can uh, achieve with distance learning.
1: Well, one of the benefits is, obviously, because we're now in this space with the pandemic of COVID-19 and wanting to practice the social distancing and making sure that we're minimizing our movement around our our communities um, and interactions with others, um, it it is providing us still access to learning experiences. Uh, Challenge-wise, certainly, as this becomes more and more of a practice of of people limiting their movement, we have routines that are... um, traditionally different in our houses than they are at school um, yet we're trying to to blend in uh, distance learning activities so I think what we're we're seeing obviously are some some concerns about access to technology and so we're working through that right now we do have a backup plan for um, materials if we are not able to get Technology or families do not have access to um, internet or uh, connectivity capabilities. So um, we're we're looking at being able to distribute uh, paper copy copy materials to families. Um, So that's one thing we're working through. I think the other challenge is just what does the routine look like? Um, And as you move toward, uh, you know, media and technology for learning, uh, we have to be mindful of the strain that happens for students with their eyes. you know, just being able to move around a little bit, you don't get that same experience in uh, a distance distance learning model unless you plan for it. So we're offering some guidance for families as well as to what uh, are ways to support the students uh, as they embark on this new um, practice of learning. You know, again, different age students handle it differently. So we want to make sure that we're we're um, supporting our families as they're also trying to manage you know, uh, perhaps uh, their work from home or their um, supervision of other children who may not be school age children, um, and then just the day-to-day responsibilities of cooking a meal and, um, you know, managing everything else that goes on in a house. So, trying to provide some different examples, um, I would say the structure and the routine and rituals um, are really, really helpful for for students, and we know that, you know, you can't expect a student to sit on a Um, a device for an extended period of time and and, um, have that be, you know, productive. So really need to schedule in some breaks and uh, look for different activities that can still provide movement and engaging uh, creative uh, practices that are aligned to the standards.
0: You sent out a a very kind self-care message to uh, MPS folks just yesterday, and I'm curious what kind of message you have for students and Staff and everyone involved with the district, whether it's through uh, the fact that they go to school there or they work there
1: well, i I think that you know the response that came from that that email that went out was um, you know um, much greater than I had anticipated. I think what it what it did is it gave everyone an opportunity to to reflect on how they were managing through these challenging times, and it it gave them permission to. To say I need to take a step back, you know, self-care is the most important thing we can do, and we've tried to tried to build our practices with uh, this recent pandemic around, you know, a couple of um, couple of values, if you will. And first and foremost is we want to make sure people are taking care of their health and safety. Um, we know that, you know, as humans, we always want to make sure we're supporting other people, but really need to come back to prioritizing our own personal safety and health first. Um, so that's something that we've tried to to, to express and, and wanna make sure that that's happening for our, our students, our families, and our staff. The second thing is to lead with positivity. It's very easy when you have times of great uncertainty and there's a lot of fear um, to acknowledge that, but then also to maintain you know a positive uh, approach to how we're managing through this with other people. Um, again, the, the changes that we're doing now from Teleworking for many of our families, or limiting movement for many of our families, or the distance learning that's coming, um, coming up. Um, You know, want to try and maintain the positive approach to how we embrace some of those practices, and um, and then the final thing is just doing what's right. You know, we all have our personal responsibility for um, navigating this this unprecedented uh, pandemic issue, and want to entrust in people that we know. You're going to do what's right uh, to take care of yourself, to take care of your family, uh, your, your community members, and again, staying healthy and staying positive as we all work through this together.
0: Superintendent Ed Graff from Minneapolis Public Schools, thank you so much for speaking with me today.
1: Thank you, and thank you again for providing this really important uh, service of uh, getting information out to our community at, at a time like this. You know, it just reinforces my belief of what it means to be a, a public servant and how critical. You know, we have uh, how critical many of our um, people are in our community to supporting our our situations like this and and all the other challenges that we have.